Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. Okay, doctors, today what I want to talk about is communication tips at the end of care when you're releasing a patient to get more injury referrals. Okay, so I've done a, I've done a podcast, as a matter of fact, the last podcast I did was just general communication tips in order to get more internal referrals. But what I kind of did is I, I left it off so that the podcast itself wasn't super long. And what I want to talk about now is at the end of care. So... When you do a good job internally of educating your patient, you've given them educational materials about their injuries, especially when you give them educational materials about their ligament injuries, they're going to understand that the ligament injury causes an instability, and the instability causes something that, that you know is common. Anything that's unstable is common to have erratic or unpredictable behavior. Now, one of the things that you definitely have to be careful of at the end of care and this is based on research, patients will do great while under care. So when we hear statistics like 55% of the people 17 years later still have the same problems that they've had. When we look at statistical research, and we give our members a lot of research on this, there's a lot of research that supports that the long-term, uh, you know, long-term effectiveness of care is not good over time all right so what have you done well you've had a patient for two months or three months or four months and what have they been they've been under consistent care so how are they doing hey they're doing good while they're under consistent care how are they going to do three months out from your care after there's no care so they they went from three time a week two time a week one time a week and maybe you kept one time a week and you released them, or maybe you went every other week and then you released them, or maybe you tried a, a trial of treatment withdrawal and it, you, you found that the person could go a month or two months or three months and, and they really did well. Okay, no matter where you're at, it's still somewhat consistent care. So you've gone from consistent care to a tapered down care, but it's still consistent care. There's been no break inconsistent care all right research tells us that when the person breaks from that consistent care guess what they don't hold their gains they don't hold their gains with ligament injuries so if you're not explaining that now in the previous podcast that i did on this i said you should have patient materials that explain this right in our program we have a we have a we have a uh a booklet that explains this, that the patient's getting day one. And one of the things that explains is that ligament injuries are permanent. And it explains that while the condition itself doesn't, the pain, the headaches, the dizziness, the all the various things that you can have, those don't have to be permanent. The symptoms don't have to be permanent. The condition it, it itself is permanent. You permanently damage that ligament and you're not going to ever really recover a, a brand new ligament from it. And it explains the fact that the person may require some form of supportive care. Now, it could be patient return is needed, but what this podcast is about is communication tips 
when you're ending care. So the patient should have been getting information all the way through about their ligament injury and about you know how these injuries work, what they can expect, and what's the long term of these injuries. So you're you're really educating the patient. You're really educating him on the keys to these types of injuries. And your if your your educational materials have done that then your final exam or patient release day, we'll call it, is really easy, right? Because you've already reiterated that this is, you know, the most common cause of, of any form of chronic pain. Um, this is most commonly missed. You've explained all that. You've done a great job. You've treated them. Uh, maybe you've tested them. Maybe you treat withdrawal tested them. They're great. They're anxious to be done. They want to be done, right? Remember doctors... Uh, you know, patients don't necessarily like being in doctor's offices. Good. So they're ready to get out of the corral. They're ready to be free. And, and maybe they don't want to go on any kind of a program with you, right? But they're, they want to be on a patient return as needed. Okay, they'll agree to that. All right, great. But here's the communication tip. Say the patient's name is Mary. Mary, you know, all of our materials talk about this injury, the ligament injury, right? Okay, so one of the things that a ligament injury causes is an instability, a spinal instability. And remember I told you that those are prone to erratic or unpredictable behavior. Yes. Okay. So as you move into a patient return is needed, this is not a communication that, that I, I, I'm trying to get you to come in for things that you don't need so I can have a new Mercedes. That's not what this is about. This is about your long-term health. When you go on a PRN, patient return is needed. It's fine. We prefer you see us a minimum twice a year. Just see us twice or four times, whatever it is, doctor. You know, go once a quarter. I used to tell my patients, just go once a quarter for the next year. Do four visits for the next year. Every quarter, every three months, we just put you on a scheduled call. Come in and get a treatment. Make sure it stays stable. And then the next year we can decide, hey, cut it to twice. Okay, some patients will do that. Some patients won't. You all have your own styles on that. But let's say they go on patient return as needed. Or they just decide, you know, they're not going to go with any of your care recommendations, which is then patient return is needed. All right, Mary, here's the thing I want you to appreciate, though. If two months, three months, six months, a year, two years down the road, I don't care when it is, if your condition seems like it's going back, don't get confused that it's something else and go all around to try to figure to the medical doctor, start doing drugs or trying to figure out what's going on. It's from the condition that we treated here right now. And I don't want you to think for one minute, if it comes back, our care didn't work. Our care worked perfectly. Okay, all you need to do is come in, usually for a treatment or two, and it'll stabilize back out. So if the headaches start coming back in, you just come in and get a treatment or two. If the neck pain, if the, you know, the, the, the radiating pain that you had down your arm, whatever it is, doctors, you have to relate it to their condition um, I want you to, to come back in. Now, if you don't tell them that they can hit the condition degrading and getting worse, and then it can pop back up and the symptoms can pop back up, if you don't tell them that, you've just cut your referral sources. Because when that happens, if you don't tell them it can happen, when it happens, they think, oh man, this, you know, I went through all this treatment, I went through this medical legal thing, the doctor got paid, the attorney got paid, I got a little bit of money, but I got neck pain. I got neck problems. My headaches are coming back. The treatment didn't work. And doctors, that is a huge source of cutting off referrals to you. Whereas the, on the other tip is if you tell them they can hit it and they hit it, you're a hero. 
you know what the heck you're talking about. You're a pro. You're highly professional. That's where you want to be. Now, the other tip is if you've done a smart thing, you've done an excessive motion test. Remember, we have MRI to tell if there's disc herniation. We do excessive motion testing to tell, tell how bad and where the support ligaments are damaged. We can tell the grade, the severity. We can place it in the Croft treatment guidelines. We can tell if it, if it crosses over into surgical guidelines, return to athletic return to play parameter guidelines. We can know what patient modifications we need. And doctors, if you don't understand what I'm saying, you need to listen to past podcasts on excessive motion testing and ligament test ligament injuries themselves listen to all these podcasts right because all i'm talking about is ligament language right so we've already done all that test what is that test that test is a profile so mary if you're ever in another accident i want you to get in right away remember that test that we did where i showed you on the excessive motion yes that's your profile we know where you are at so if a year two years three years ten years from now you god forbid you got into another accident come in right away because we can test to see if there's additional damage and if so how much and quickly get to treating it that's a huge end of care tip that's a huge end of care tip if you're in if you're in your practice long enough you're going to have patients who you've seen you treated them for an auto injury never said anything like that they were in another one a year later, went to a physical therapist for four months because they were a little closer to their house. It failed. Now they're back in your clinic and you're scratching your head going, why didn't they come back into me right away? Well, two reasons why. One, you never told them about this. And two, you're not communicating to them on a regular basis. So this end of care communication tip that I just gave you is super, super powerful. Use it and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And patients will appreciate the fact that you know you're, you really understand this condition that you worked on, that they worked on, that you worked on together. Doctors, if you have questions about our program called the Smart Injury Doctors Program, you just go to smartinjurydoctors.com or you call us at 800-940-6513. We also have a Facebook user group that's free to join. It's private, but it's free to join where we have a lot of different content. Um, our goal is to help doctors to help more patients. That's our whole goal. As always on this podcast, short riff on a topic. And then, um, I appreciate your attention. I appreciate your time. I appreciate what you do and I'll see you on the next podcast. You've been listening to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the number one audio production show for professionals in the U.S. injury market that want to deliver better injury services to the patients, clients, or insureds they serve. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a review and don't forget to join us on our next program.